Hey friends, welcome back. Today I have a really special treat for you. I actually interviewed Anna Dearman Cornick and this conversation was one that I'd been planning since November, I want to say. And honestly, she did not disappoint. Anna is a time management coach who helps busy professionals and business owners master time management so they can stop feeling overwhelmed and start spending time on what matters most. Her weekly podcast, It's About Time, shares stories and strategies to inspire women seeking better work-life balance. And in our conversation, we talked about when you start to need a new time management system, how to know when it's time to change your time management system. And we talked about all of these other amazing things, including the need for rest, talking about your values, priorities, boundaries, everything. It was great. So I hope that you will tune in today with an open mind. If you feel called out, it's probably for you. (laughs) If not, at least you can take away some really valuable nuggets that Anna shared during our conversation. I pray this blesses you and I'm excited for you to join in on the combo. Let's do it. Listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with. If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. Hey friends, so today I have Anna Dearman Cornick here with me on the podcast and I'm really excited for this conversation because when I first found Anna, I was like, this woman needs to speak to the ladies who listen to her renewed strength, the podcast, because just the way Anna, you communicate and how relatable you are and how sincere you deliver all of the information that you offer. And it's all so helpful and so practical. I, I found myself learning from you and I just thought these women I serve, you know, they struggle with anxiety, they struggle with overwhelm and you just make things so tangible and easy. So I'm excited for you to be here. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so, so much for your kind words and for having me. It really is truly an honor to spend time with you today and to hopefully share some things that will, you know, inspire and encourage everyone who's listening. Yeah, definitely. So I want to just dig right in. Tell us who Anna is. How did you get to the point that you are a time management coach? <laughs> who are you helping? And you know, what is it that led to this very moment? Sure. So I, first of all, just want to dispel any thoughts of me being some kind of magical time management unicorn. I was certainly <laughs> not, not born being 
good at time management, which is just proof that it's something that anyone can learn by cultivating skills and with practice. Uh, But my entry into time management coaching came much later in my career. I actually kicked off my professional life as the scheduler to a United States congressman. So I spent 10 to 12 hours a day managing someone else's schedule, arguably one of the busiest people in the country, minute by minute. Um, Mm -hmm. From the moment he woke up until he went to sleep on the couch in his office, because that's literally where he slept, Um, I was in charge of managing his day as I was trying to figure out time management myself as a young professional. But I'm a Louisiana girl through and through. And although I loved living in Washington, D.C., I started to miss home. I missed gumbo and I missed my grandmother's chicken and dumplings and all of those things that reminded me of home. So Mm -hmm. I came came back to Louisiana where I Mm -hmm. spent 10 years in the 24-7 world of crisis communication and government affairs. Yeah. Every day was another crisis. I mean, oil spills, hurricanes, droughts, tornadoes, floods, nonprofit embezzlement schemes, universities on the brink of financial collapse. (laughs) Um, I have literally escorted people down back freight elevators and into alleys in order to avoid TV cameras that are waiting outside. So those 10 years spent in various crisis communications roles were all about creating order out Mm -hmm. of chaos. Mm -hmm. But Erica, the problem is, is that while I was so wrapped up in creating order for everyone else, Mm -hmm. I wasn't taking care of myself. My boundaries were non-existent. Mm -hmm. My relationships were crumbling. My health was definitely not in a good place. And after one too many mornings of crying in the stairwell on the way up to my windowless office, Mm -hmm. I knew that something had to change. I was the crisis that had to be managed. And so I walked away from what many would consider a really cool, prestigious job in search of something better, in search of something different. And I'll be honest, after a lot of trial and error, I realized that purpose-driven productivity, purpose-driven time management, really getting in touch with who you are and what matters most to you, Mm -hmm. that's how you manage your time. And so I knew that I could somehow take that weird time management background I'd gotten so early in my career and marry it with that crisis communication background to help women somehow either dig themselves out of that dark place of burnout Mm -hmm. that I had been in or avoid it altogether, then that would be my new mission. And so that's what I do now. That's so good. I know for a lot of the women who I interact with, so much of their efforts are spent catering and serving others, Mm -hmm. catering to their needs and their perceived needs. And it's really, you know, those things come across as urgent, which can feel like a crisis in that moment. And it's really hard to set those boundaries, especially with people you really care about. Mm-hmm. It is. It's so hard, like you said, especially with people that you care about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you think about time management, what types of systems are your personal favorites to implement? And 
I know the reason I had I've even reached out to you was like, you had talked about on your podcast, how to know when it's time to change your time management system. And I don't even think people think about it in that way. So can you kind of walk through how you get to the point of seeing systems in your life and when it is time to change that? Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, let's say that you, and, and most people are going to say time management system. I don't have a time management system, but mm-hmm. the thing is, is that whether you realize it or not, there is some kind of method to the madness. There is some type of habit that's in place, whether it's a good one or a bad one. Mm-hmm. And so if you kind of pause for a second And you look around and you ask yourself, wait, is this, is what I'm doing even working? Now, some of you are going to be thinking, no, what I'm doing is not working. That's why I'm listening to this episode. That's right. (laughs) But, but, but some of you might be thinking, oh, I guess I never really thought about it. One way to know that your time management system isn't working for you is Mm -hmm. if you find yourself either feeling intimidated by it or feeling like, it's too complicated. And Mm. so instead of following through with, with whatever you've set out to do, you find yourself procrastinating. So when you notice yourself procrastinating, when you notice yourself feeling overwhelmed, and here's one that's also very common when you notice yourself scrambling to find little bits and pieces of information. And a lot, like most of the time we wouldn't think about looking for information as a time management problem. But the thing is, is that every time you search for something or dig for a piece of paper or dive into your Google drive files, looking for something that's time wasted and frustration increased. So when you notice yourself feeling frustrated, when you notice yourself feeling overwhelmed or skipping steps, that's how, you know, it's time for a change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I'm hearing you say is that sometimes we avoid, and that's one way to tell, right? Mm-hmm. Procrastinating and just like not really having the pieces of the puzzle in place. Another way to tell is if you, instead of digging into the things you need to do, spend time trying to create order so that you can dig into the things that you need to do. It's spending that time in, in prep mode instead of doing mode. Um, Oh yeah. Which is something that we can all get caught up in that Mm -hmm. analysis paralysis and trying to figure out what is the best way for me to do this. And so then instead we, we don't do anything. So if someone is listening and they're like, I don't have that problem necessarily, like everything is in place, but I just can't get everything done. Mm. What would you say to that woman? Yeah, absolutely. I would really encourage you to check your expectations, whether those expectations are expectations that you're placing on yourself or external expectations that are placed upon you, whether it's by your coworkers, your family, by society in general, Mm -hmm. I would encourage you to begin by checking your expectations because very often the biggest cause of not finishing everything on our to-do list for the day isn't for a lack of productivity. It's because the list was too long, because the list was unrealistic, because the sheer amount of things that we put on our plate for the day would have been impossible for any 
human being, Mm -hmm. much less, you know, a woman who is a wife and a mother and who is also working with others, volunteering. And it's just, we put so much pressure on ourselves to do way more than is possible. And then we feel bad when we don't get it all done. Fortunately, there is something that we can do about that. So if you are someone who is ending every day, feeling like your to-do list is even longer than it was when the day started, I would encourage you to make two lists. And you might think that two lists sounds counterproductive. Well, that's just more things, right? No, not necessarily. Okay, quick break. Here is a short message from our sponsor slash podcast producer. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much. It's overwhelming. Trust me. I get it. Let George Joy podcast production and management services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message George Joy at facebook.com forward slash Jorah's joy. All right, back to the show. Instead of just having a to-do list, I would really challenge you to try having a today list and a to-do list. Your to-do list being that overarching bank of everything that you can think of that you need to do. You know, so often we think of something and we put it on our to-do list Mm -hmm. and it's on our list for the day. And then when we don't get to it, because there wasn't enough time to do it, we feel bad. Okay. Mm -hmm. So instead of putting things on your to-do list for the day, put it on your to-do list, but then each morning create your today list. Mm -hmm. What are the few actually realistic things that you must do today and that you can realistically do today. And I like to say that your today list should be no bigger than a post-it note. And I don't mean a post-it note with little bitty writing on it. I mean, everything that you need to do in a day should be able to fit on a post-it note because that's, that's practice in making your list a realistic link. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think when people see like planners and they see, you know, whatever time management, you know, talk is out on the internet, they think that all the spaces have to be filled and that there can't be any like free space. Right. And I, I feel like when I've interacted with women and I'm guilty of this too, we see all that blank space. Mm -hmm. And if it isn't filled, then we are kind of like tricking ourselves into thinking that we're not doing enough Mm -hmm. when in fact we're inundating ourselves with a bunch of stuff. So I I love the idea to put it on a post-it note and not, you know, like seven point font, like a normal, (laughs) normal size font. And, and you just commit to those priorities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. It makes it a lot less overwhelming Mm -hmm. And it enables you to end the day feeling like you've gotten a win because you've put a realistic number of things on your plate and Mm -hmm. you've, you were able to really focus on those things and get them done and have a home for the ideas and to do's that pop up throughout the day, instead of putting them directly on your to-do list for the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Something that comes to mind as you were sharing that is that there are 
some women who will find themselves getting things done and then having some free time and not, not knowing what to do with that. And I feel like we aren't encouraging women enough to be okay with that free time. So I, I just want to throw in that if you get through everything and you're like, I should have put on more, like maybe we're also getting in the, in that rhythm in the habit of leaving some margin in the day too. Oh my goodness. Yes. Sometimes the most productive thing that you can do is rest mm. is take a break. I mean, we weren't put on this earth to cross things off of our to-do list. Mm -hmm. We were put here to actually enjoy our lives. And so yeah. if you have some of that glorious, hard to find free space that pops up, don't rack your brain to fill it with something just mm. because you feel like you need to. Yeah. We can easily get caught in a never ending cycle of getting ahead and catching up. Oh, let me just use this time to catch up. Let me use this time to get ahead. We will never, like if you, we're being completely realistic, we will never get to the end of every single task that we need to do because yeah things multiply. We're presented with new opportunities. So the yeah. sooner that you can let go of your to-do list as a finish line and instead mm -hmm. think of it as a conveyor belt where you get to choose how fast the conveyor belt moves and you mm. get to choose what you pick up and take off of it because mm. it's not it's not ending. It's not stopping. Even if you were to no longer have a job, you would still have responsibilities and things to do. So- it's a conveyor belt. It's not a finish line. Yeah. I love that analogy. And I coming out of corporate America, I know anybody who's been in a, in a fast paced work environment can relate because even when you think you've done everything, you start to now remember the things that weren't as high on the priority list that come up and you're like, wait a minute, I actually need to get to that too. So just having that oh. mindset of <laughs> just of thinking like, about that, huh? I know like I'm remembering like corporate America, please. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And just having that mindset of coming into the day, knowing like, yeah, there's a lot to get done, but we're going to get to the things that have to happen today. And th then these are the things that are important to my bottom line. Right. 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 Because if you start the day thinking of your to-do list as a huge encompassing list of everything that you should do stretching out into a infinity, I mean, you're going to go to the hospital because you're going to be so incredibly burnout and anxious. So yeah. anything that you can do to just zero in on today. What is it that I need to do today to end the week a success? What is it I need to do this week to end the month a success and keep working your way out? Yeah. Yeah. So I know that you have a book coming out and I want you to share a little bit about what you're working on in there, what you've already done. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you for asking. So yeah. uh, uh, time management essentials from mm -hmm. McGraw Hill uh, will be hitting shelves in June of 2023. It's already available for pre-order. Wow. And if I were to write a textbook on just everything that someone would need to know in order to be successful at managing their time mm -hmm. with purpose, mm -hmm. not just managing their time, but managing their time in a way that is driven by their purpose, their vision for the future and their personal core values. Mm -hmm. I've put it into this book. 
everything from how to define your personal vision and how your core values can and should show up in the pages of your calendar, how to get organized both digitally and physically, because being organized is huge for the way that we manage our time, getting energized and using your energy to factor into how you manage your time. And one of my favorite things about the book is that I close it out with a chapter on getting enough rest Mm -hmm. because rest, sleep breaks are the most underrated productivity tools that exist. 100%. That's so on point. I know my course is out at this point. And one of the things that is standing out is just the parallels. Like we might have a different system that we implement, right? But mm-hmm. core values, purpose, and rest being staples, it's just so crucial to being able to continue to mm-hmm. show up. Right. And I, I know that a lot of people use phrases like life is a marathon, not a sprint. And I think it's important to bring that like, you know, motto up because we are going to keep going right where you break down, I think, you know, is going to just be a tell sign of how effective your system is or how ineffective. And, and it sounds like you've just put everything very neatly and very organized in a place where people can be poured into. And I'm so grateful for the work that you're doing because it's, it's, you know, everybody talks about, are there too many people doing this or too many people doing that? And like I said, the way you communicate is so effective for me. And I know the ladies who are listening are going to be able to, to really take away a lot from you as well. So I'm excited that they get to hear about this. Well, thank you. I'm really excited and just completely blown away that I've even had the opportunity to do this. Oh yeah. I'm sure it was surreal. Yes. (laughs) So good. So if you were to tell our listeners just one thing you want them to take away from today's conversation, what would you tell them? This is stemming off of what you said about how life is a marathon, not a sprint. And we have to approach life through two different lenses. One being that it is a marathon, not a sprint. If we are blessed with decades of a long life, then we're able to think about our plans for the future and all of the things that we hope to do in our lifetime. But on the other hand, we are not promised tomorrow. We are not promised tomorrow. And that can be very jarring to -hmm. remember. Um, I grew up in a funeral home family. My stepdad's a funeral director, third generation funeral home is in our family. And so Mm -hmm. I, I grew up where my dinner conversation typically mentioned who in our small town community had recently passed away or who Mm -hmm. had lost a parent or a teenager who had been taken too soon in an accident. And so I grew up with a constant reminder that life is precious and fleeting. Mm -hmm. And I bring this up because a lot of times we can get very stuck in the life is a marathon, not a sprint mindset. And that can cause us to delay pursuing our passions. It can cause us to put off forgiveness. It can cause us to delay taking action on our dreams. And so I encourage you, if you're listening and any of this is hitting you in the fields and you are realizing I am, I am putting this off. I am not living a life that 
is going to be with no regrets. I am not pursuing the relationships that I hope to pursue or living the dreams that I have for myself. Now's the time that you can start. Now is the time that you can clarify what that purpose and what that vision is that you have for your life and begin taking action now. Don't wait because we're not promised tomorrow. And I hope that we are all blessed with long lives and that we get to experience that marathon. But just to remember that it could all be, everything could change in the blink of an eye and to aim to live so that at the end, whenever that is, you are able to walk away with no regrets. You went deep. <laughs> I did. So good. That's so good. Anna, I'm blocking is so also much. great. <laughs> oh, I know. But let me go. Just let me just go real deep there at the end. Yeah, no, I mean, we can, <laughs> we'll buy your book for the time blocking, but definitely keep giving us that word. That's such a blessing. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. <laughs> Where can everybody find you? Well, um, I would love to invite you to listen to It's About Time, my podcast about work, life, and balance with new episodes that drop every single Monday. You can also find me over on YouTube. I have a brand new um, episode of my YouTube channel that comes out every single Tuesday on a different time management, productivity, work-life balance topic. Um, and then come find me on Instagram. I would love to chat. So good. And I'll also have the link if you are interested in pre-ordering Anna's book, I'll have the link in our show notes, but in case you don't have access to the show notes or you're driving or doing something else, it's www.annadcornick.com forward slash book. Make sure you pre-order it. And I know that you guys are going to be blessed by it. So thank you again, Anna, for being here. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh yeah. We'll see you guys soon. And until then, God bless. Bye. Hey, sister girl. If you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, Head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.